In this episode of Call to Marriage, we are kicking off our brand new series, Surviving the Chaos, by interviewing Mary Catherine of Defy Nutrition to talk about stress eating during holidays, how to remove this all or nothing mindset, and so much more. I'm so excited for this brand new series and hope you guys enjoy it. Hi there. Welcome to Call to Marriage, a show about navigating life as a military spouse. I'm your host, Callie, a newcomer on the scene of what is the military spouse life. The military community is a tight-knit, but sometimes tight-lipped one. I hope to pull back the curtain on life as a military spouse to answer the questions that I wish someone would have answered for me, talk about my experiences I've gone through, or talk about the ones that I'm going through right now. I'm always learning new things about this crazy new life and invite you on this journey with me. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back to Call to Marriage. My name is Callie. I am here with Mary and Catherine again. We are kicking off our Surviving the Chaos series, which is all about surviving the upcoming holiday season, staying on track, and so much more. So Mary Catherine, if you want to introduce yourself to everyone again, I know you've been on before, but just for our new listeners, tell them who you are, what you do, all that fun stuff. Yeah, so my name is Mary Catherine Lawsier. I am a registered dietitian, the owner of Defy Nutrition, and most importantly for this podcast, a military spouse. So I have been doing this for quite a few years now, and over the last couple of years, really begun to focus on emotional eating and how we stress eat and how that affects our day-to-day lives. Yeah, and so if you are interested, Mary Catherine was on before, and we did talk about stress eating and some really cool things, but I wanted to bring her back on for this series specifically so that we could kind of break down maybe why the holiday season is just so crazy in regards to diet and food and all of that, but also to kind of give you guys some tips and tricks carrying into the season for you to survive. (laughs) So question one that I want to ask is why is nutrition so difficult during the holiday season? I know a lot of people before the season gets going are like, I'm going to do a diet, which honestly for me, (laughs) I don't, I can never stick to it because there's just so many good things to eat. And usually for some people it involves a lot of drinking and stuff like that. So why is it so hard to maintain good nutrition going into this season? Yeah. So I think really there's honestly like three answers to that question. So one is that, you know, there's a lack of routine and especially Mm -hmm. as military spouse, we already have a lack of routine. And then you add in the components of here are some random holiday parties and social events and, oh, I need to bake this thing for this event or whatever it might be. The in-laws are coming. Yeah. whatever it might be. And so that, that lack of routine makes it really hard. And a lot of people thrive off of routine. So that's one, is that just interruption? Secondly, is really having kind of a scarcity mindset of, Mm. oh my gosh, I only get these foods one time a year. This is the only time I could possibly have them. And that just leads us to overdoing it because we feel like we can never have them again. Mm. When in reality, if you think about it, you know, mashed potatoes at Thanksgiving, you could make those every week if you wanted to. But we don't necessarily discriminate between, okay, I can have mashed potatoes every day of the year and, oh, I only get this, you know, cookie on Christmas or whatever it might be. So I think part of that is that scarcity mindset. And I think that third component is really the all or nothing thinking. Mm. And I have so many people 
where, you know, October things for me as a business owner taper off because everyone wants to just wait until January. Like they don't want to think about doing anything now and there's no middle ground. There's no, I want to have some healthy habits. I want to find balance. It just tends to be, I'm either going to do this or I'm not going to do this. And so we really get stuck in that black and white thinking. Yeah. So I want to go and zoom in on the all or nothing because I think that's something that a lot of people just struggle with in general, because it is true. It's, you know, it's like the New Year's resolution. You do really well for the first week and then you fall off the horse and you're like, okay, I'm done. Like Mm -hmm. I failed. I've already failed. I can't do it. So why, why is like all or nothing so prevalent? What is this mentality? That is so hard to answer. (laughs) There's just like so much to it. Right. But I think part of it is diet culture has really perpetuated Mm -hmm. that, right? Where a lot of times people say, well, what can I and can't I eat? And they think there's kind of this list of things they can and can't do and that there's rigidity where there isn't. But I think having structure is tempting because it's like, well, I know I can't supposedly eat this food, so that makes it easier for me. So I think part of it is almost a convenience and comfort and understanding kind of what the defined lines are and being uncomfortable when there's like so many gray areas. Yeah. So I think that's part of it. And I think, you know, there's, there's a lot to it beyond that, you know, whether you have all or nothing thinking for other things too. And so it depends on if it's just diet related or if that's kind of a theme throughout your life, but it is a form of self-sabotage. So once you can identify that you're doing it, it's really important to kind of um, test those like boundaries and try to live more in that gray middle area. Yeah. So if someone was struggling with that all or nothing mentality, struggling with living with the gray, what is something you would tell them to do to kind of help them settle into it a little bit more? Cause I think too, and we'll get into this in a little bit, but like stress is such a big component of that as well. So as, as someone, I know a family member who struggles with that all or nothing mentality, what would, you know, you kind of give them to say, Hey, if you're struggling with this, this is something to help you move a little bit into that gray area and be a little bit more comfortable with sitting in the gray instead of that. I need to be black or white. Yeah. So I actually will fully admit that I was in that trap for like so many years. And I, I honestly think marrying into like the military life challenge that because you have to be flexible. Um, You don't get to be not. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So I think that's part of it. The other part of it, one tool that I really use a lot with my clients is affirmations like, Mm -hmm. and asking yourself, okay, what happened when I did this and really understanding that self-awareness piece, like, okay, was it the end of the world that like I ate this food and I didn't feel guilty? No, it wasn't like, and really testing yourself with those self-awareness. And I love affirmations because I think a lot of people might think they're taboo. And at first I definitely did too, but I use them in my own life. And they're so helpful because we start to train our brain to be okay and comfortable. And I think saying things out loud, right? Like you can write an affirmation down, but saying it out loud is going to make it feel even more true because you're really speaking it out loud. Mm -hmm. So that's one step I always recommend for people who have that all or nothing thinking. Yeah. So I love the affirmations. I think that's, that's super helpful, especially saying it out loud. It kind of gives it more power. I think when you Mm -hmm. say it out loud. So that's like to the all or nothing aspect. And then I I feel like another big aspect of holiday, just nutrition in general, is the stress eating component where there's so much going on. There's chaos. There's a lot of moving pieces that come with the holidays. There's a lot of things back to back. You know, you have Halloween and then you have Thanksgiving and then you have Christmas and then you have New Year's. And it just kind of is this huge conglomeration of all these different moving parts. And so 
why, in your opinion, is stress eating so easy? Man, there's so many reasons for that, <laughs> right? Like our stress is obviously usually higher during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Usually there's some type of financial stress that's placed on us in addition to, you know, having to get out and see people. And especially if you're an introvert, that can be exhausting and yeah. that can contribute to stress. So I think there's so many factors that contribute to stress on a day-to-day basis, but then you add the holidays. And when you were saying, you know, like Christmas, New Year's, whatever that might be, it's almost like you're like stuck in a vacuum and you feel like you can't just slow down because everything just keeps rolling together. Yeah, for sure. So with, with the stress eating, what is something, you know, a lot of times I, you've told me before and other times it's like you never wanted to say like well just don't eat mm-hmm. don't eat that yeah. don't eat this don't eat that because again it's just negative and, and you need sorry I just dropped my phone for anyone who's listening <laughs> that was what that last sound was you you can't just not eat so if someone were to make a snack that they could just kind of reach to that isn't going to be necessarily filling them with guilt but will perhaps maybe kind of sedate that hunger a little bit and kind of help them stress eating can be like a comfort response Mm -hmm. what would you say to someone like hey if you're going to be reaching for a snack or you're going to be reaching for something like what is something that they should be reaching for or maybe set themselves up for success in some way yeah so my go-to snack formula is to start with a fruit or vegetable and add a protein and or a healthy fat which basically what that means is one, during the holidays, we tend to eat a lot more processed foods Mm -hmm. and baked goods. And so we're not really getting in a whole lot of fruits and vegetables. Um, Two, chewing them, that's going to kind of force us to slow down, right? Most fruits and veggies aren't going to be like super easy to just kind of like like, a chip. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, and it's got the fiber to help you stay full as well. So that's going to hold you over longer. So if you can start with a fruit or veggie and then make it fun, you know, add a dip to it. Maybe you're doing, you know, carrots with hummus or maybe you're dipping apples into peanut butter. I think it's super fun to make like apple nachos, especially Mm. when you're stressed because it just makes it pretty. And when things are pretty, we want to eat them more. Right. So a whole apple on the counter might not look that like enticing, but if we can slice it up and drizzle some peanut butter and dark chocolate on it and, you know, pop it in the microwave for five seconds, you have this delicious snack that you can eat without feeling any of that guilt. I love that. I think it's so important to not allow yourself to feel that shame of eating. Mm-hmm. Cause I know for me, when I would get like stress eating, I would stress eat and it usually would be chips or crackers, something I could get my hands on. And then immediately afterwards, it would just be like, Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, that was so wasteful. So creating a healthy, healthier alternative, you know, again, like you said, taking the time to actually chew and eat your food yeah. and be mindful. Um, if you go back and listen to Mary Catherine's other episode with us, she kind of talks through going through the five senses when you're eating something to take that time to be mindful, to slow yourself down. Because usually you won't you won't overeat or overindulge if you're being mindful about, about what you're eating. Um, but I've loved what you, you've talked about, what we've focused on. And so to kind of carry us into sort of a more personal conversation, I would love for you to sort of break down your favorite holiday memory that has involved like food and just this season to kind of give us, you know, a little spin. We've talked yeah. about how stressful the holidays can be and how just intense and, you know, but what's your like, I survived and it was good <laughs> story. Oh man. Um, so in the past growing up, now it's different, you know, not living at home anymore. But mm-hmm. each year I was responsible for baking all the Christmas cookies. <laughs> and I, one year, made 11 kinds of cookies and at least three batches of each one. 
And it's just a really fun holiday memory for me, but it also goes to show, you know, just to connect it to what we're talking about, like it's so easy to eat raw cookie dough, like that just mm-hmm. tastes so good. It does. <laughs> um, and it's so tempting, right? And you're like, oh, I need to test it to make sure it tastes good. When in reality, you're like, I know it's fine, but it just tastes so good. And I think, you know, the shift that really had helped me enjoy that memory without the guilt is making sure I was eating actual meals while I was doing that, because mm. I think I would start baking and I would do it all in a couple of days. So I'd like start baking. I just keep eating. Then I would like feel so like overstuffed and like tired because I had all this like sugar in me. But when I started really focusing on like incorporating whole meals and like, okay, we're going to take a break and like actually eat some food that's yeah. like real food. I think that really helps. But I think baking cookies is like the best personal memory for me. And then just understanding that you still have control during this season. You just have to focus on the habits that you were doing before the season started, like having the consistent meals. Yeah, the season can add a lot of new factors, but just maintaining this is what's worked, this is going Mm -hmm. to continue to work and it will be fine, that mentality. And again, like you said, saying those affirmations, being mindful about what you're putting into your body. Um, Mary Catherine, I so appreciate this conversation. And I think it's it's so helpful, especially as kind of our kickoff to this series, just because food is such a pivotal in part of all of these seasons together. So I'd love for you to tell everybody what you have going on because you're kicking off um, a program that I think is going to be really helpful for people that are specifically kind of struggle with this season and, and everything kind of leading up to the season in regards to nutrition. So if you want to go ahead and let everybody know what you have, going on. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So I am kicking off the Defy Holiday Food Guilt program. And the inspiration behind this was just having so many clients tell me that they always feel like crap around the holidays, Mm -hmm. but they're just not able or motivated or don't have the accountability to actually create new habits. So the premise behind the program is that we're going to help you prepare for the holidays, really get those habits started strong um, before, you know, the chaos really kicks into full steam there and then help you survive the holidays so really teaching you strategies of how to treat yourself with love and grace maybe it's how to talk to your family members when they want to comment on your weight or plate mm-hmm. because no one has permission to do that so talking through you know what strategy strategies we can use and then part three is after the holidays giving you a custom meal plan and fitness plan so that there's no pressure to start anything before. We're just really creating that relationship, those habits, that accountability, and then following through with that after the new year in a sustainable way. That's not just let me go join a gym and start this fad diet that's going to fail two weeks later. So really just preparing you for January, but also helping you actually survive the holidays. Getting in the gray and out of the all or nothing. Yes, exactly. I love it. So listeners, if you are interested in her program, I'll have the links for that in um, the Instagram post for this episode. So make sure that you're following us at Call to Marriage. I so appreciate every single one of you. We recently hit 10,000 downloads, which is mind boggling considering how still kind of new this show is. And so I'm so appreciative of you guys for that. If you are brand new, please don't forget to subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, rate us. It helps us so, so much. If you're a new military spouse or even a seasoned spouse and you're struggling, feel free to reach out with any and all questions at ask.ctmpodcast at gmail.com or send me a DM on Instagram or TikTok at call to marriage. You are all so wonderful and more than just a spouse. And I will talk to you all again so soon. Bye.